Hello, hello, and welcome to this moment. And in this moment, I'm really excited to connect with Catherine from the Dawning Institute. And we're going to just, you know, dive into mental health matters. And mental health is such an important topic, not only for myself, but really for the world. And so I'm excited to really you know, go deep with you today and, and share, you know, your insights and things. So thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate this opportunity. Yeah, for sure. So let's go into your background, kind of like where you've come from and how you're here in this moment, so passionate about mental health and, and supporting others in that. Right. So uh, my background, where I come from, uh, that's a that's a long story. So I'm just going to keep it really short. It is multi-generational dysfunction, um, <laughs> which is, you know, a, a good word for it. Right. Um, but really, uh, the the abuse started in infancy. Uh, and from there, uh, you know, there's all whole plethora of um, foolishness that goes with that. Uh, and you know, I, I refused to accept that I was less than. I refused to accept that I was just this this horrible person that the scapegoat is typically uh, created and made out to be. Um, at 16, uh, I was at such a low point. I um, attempted to uh, take myself away from these, uh, this uh, existence. <laughs> so, um, you know, uh, she she got my mother got that uh, opportunity and dove right in and had me misdiagnosed with several uh, mental illnesses. Um, and unfortunately, you know, when you're when you're a teenager and you're fighting against the system, nobody takes you seriously. Nobody listens. And so basically my mind and my life was stolen for about 21 years. Um, so half my life. Um, and uh you know, from there, I was just trying to advocate for myself while being so highly, highly over-medicated. Um, I was put on permanent disability through the Social Security Administration in 2013. Um, that's how bad it got. Uh, so yeah, with doing all of that and then just trying to find my way, all these different jobs, these, uh, these different avenues to explore. Uh, I did learn a lot both as a patient of the mental health system and as somebody who went into healthcare professionally. Uh, so medical billing and coding, medical office management, you know, reception and, and all of that. I really tried to learn as much as I could. So my perspective really is on both sides. And given that unique uh, perspective and this opportunity that this life has afforded me, I was able to, you know, put together uh, something that I believe is really cohesive, really innovative, uh, and completely, I would like to think, bridges the gap between affordability, accessibility, and profitability on top of why my questions really were, why is this mental health care system so fragmented? Um, we only really touch on the mind, you know, whether it is talk therapy, which is valid in many cases, or medications, which again is valid in many cases. Um, but why isn't the whole human experience really, really enveloped in healing? Um, and especially from all this trauma that is finally, finally coming to light. Um, you know, families have such a, let's say a tapestry woven around them of protection, right? 
she's your mom, he's your dad, they're, you know, they're blood, you only get one. Well, yeah, that's sometimes the problem, you only get one. Um, so, you know, when you're born into such dysfunction, um, I, I truly believe that saving yourself and detaching from a horrifically torturous, there's no other better word for me um, than that, a horrifically torturous situation um, is not only an act of bravery, but it is life-saving. And in my uh, in my experience, uh, when I went no contact and relocated alone, 800 miles away, you know, two states away, um, I saved my life. Uh, so really, this is where this is where it all comes from. Is you know, not only have I been on both sides, um, but I have. I've survived things that so many people that I have, I've come across, they understand because too many people have been there. And I've just been, I guess you could say, blessed enough to recapture my essence of who I was and overcome what uh, was put upon me and try to save those that don't really have any other kind of recourse. Wow. I just want to say thank you for, you know, <laughs> going through this journey because, you know, when we sign up for these things, when we come here and, you know, <laughs> we're like, Hey, I don't know why I'm doing this or what it is, but it's like by you getting to physically experience it, right. With your mental, your emotional, your physical, mm -hmm. like it's now giving you the tools, the wisdom to be able to now support others who maybe don't have that, you know? And so a lot of times, like, even like when I hear you and I see me, you know, it's like, yes, you know, like what a blessing that you're able to see this perspective of yourself through that experience, right? Because I'm sure that experience was not easy and it was really difficult and all of those things. But it's like, what a blessing that it's like, because you've done the work, because you are, you know, just so like filled with love and light in your heart, knowing that it was for a reason, you now are in this other side of being like, hey, you know what? Like, I don't want someone else to be alone, you know, going through this. And then it like allows you to now open yourself even further to then produce something like the Dawning Institute, you know? Absolutely. So let's talk now about like, you know, what, like, so you went through this experience and now like there's all these light bulbs of like, okay, ding, ding, <laughs> yeah. ding, ding, ding. Like this is what's missing, you know? And so mm -hmm. share a little bit about uh, the Dawning Institute, what you're offering, what are the types of things that you're really diving into that are supporting others in their mental health? Absolutely. So the Dawning Institute, uh, I believe, was at this point divine inspiration. Um, I realized a long time ago, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You can just repurpose it. Uh, and so I was, you know, meditating one night and just kind of asking, what can I do, you know, to be of service? Uh, what can I do to make my experience valuable for others? What can I do to lead others to the light that I have found, you know, within my own healing? And um, pretty rapidly, I'm going to say within a day or so, it came to me. Um, so if you're familiar with the beauty salon model, 
there, <laughs> right? Um, there are, you know, beauticians, hairdressers, whatnot that rent out, you know, chairs of their clientele to come see them in a one location and they do their services there and they pay, I believe market rate is around 20% net for either the week or the month that they do their services there at the salon. And I'm going, wait a minute, why can't I just repurpose this? Because I'm looking at body, mind, soul interconnection, right? I'm not looking at just, okay, let's, let's talk it out. Let's throw some pills at you, you know, and, and get you out the door. That's not how I operate. And I also know that, you know, when I relocated, it was just with the last remnants of a paycheck and a knowing in my soul that this was what I was supposed to do, that I was supposed to relocate up here to Seattle, that this is my home, that this is where I was going to, you know, I guess you could say make miracles <laughs> happen. Um, and so while going through everything, well, you know, and, and living on the street, uh, in my car with my two dogs uh, for a couple of months. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's um, that was interesting. Uh, I <laughs> fell into a lot of gaps, and I saw a lot of things that were actually quite ugly. Uh, not only of the mental health system, but also um, stigma. You know, not um, even in nonprofits and things. And and a lot of people really do try to do a lot of good. I, I'm gonna put a lot of people care. But the bad ones, you know, are the ones that really just kind of mess it up for people. Um, so I decided, well, if I'm going to be doing this mind, body, soul interconnection, how can I get my services out there to those that can't afford it but need it the most? What about those that was that are in the situation that I once was? you know, where they need that help, they need that guidance, they need that healing, but they can't even afford rent, they can't afford food, they can't, you know, they can't afford to live. Um, and so it came to me to have all these different practitioners. Right now I have a hypnotherapist, I have a biofeedback practitioner, Qigong, uh, I can't, <laughs> Anyway, Qigong instructor, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, uh, and uh, a nutritionist, which is actually also a professional chef, um, and they have all signed on, given me letters of intent saying, hey, once you get your physical location, we're there for you. So I'm also looking for counselors and peer counselors and somatic yoga instructors, financial planners. This is literally mind, body, soul. You know, this is this is all encompassing all human experience. And so what I do is I tell them when you come in, it's going to be 30 percent net per week. Right. And then in order to get the services out to those that can't afford it but need it the outreach part of my, my vision, uh, that would be for every sliding scale per client that you take in on a weekly basis, it's 1.5% off of your rent. And for every pro bono client you take in, free services, 3% off of your rent down to a floor of under market of 18%. That way I am giving them an incentive to go out and get to the people that need it. Um, and so, yeah, basically I have, you know, I've built in at least 12% of my business to free and reduced fee services. Um, and it, it really fills the gaps of affordability 
accessibility, and profitability, while really making this a completely collaborative experience. Because when, you know, when people come in, they bring their own clients, right? Well, in a salon, it's, it's kind of cutthroat. It's like, you stole my client. And then there's all these, you know, all these cat fights and stuff that, that it really kind of ugly. But with the Dawning Institute, the beauty of it is that it is completely supportive and collaborative, which means that if somebody comes in with 10 clients, the Dawning Institute as a whole now has 10 additional clients. Somebody comes in with 20, the Dawning Institute as a whole now has 20 additional clients that everybody, everybody can, you know, help succeed in their life. So if practitioner A has somebody that thinks would be a good fit with practitioner B, whatever it would be, they say, hey, practitioner B, you know, let's say Susie Johnson wants, you know, is having this issue. I'm having a little difficulty getting her over the hump. Can you help? I think you would be a good, you know, good resource. And so they would share the clients because we are focused on getting people healthy, mind, body, soul. And that's really what this fully collaborative, fully supportive, fully integrated services are. Oh. I love that so much because I really feel like it, It like, you know, it's like you have a gift, I have a gift. And I really see this like for the world, right? If each Absolutely. of us embraced our gifts and we were like, hey, you know, this is my jam, this is your jam. And we came together, like mm -hmm. we would be able to help more people. So I just love that you're approaching mental health with nutrition and hypnosis and like really diving into you know the subconscious right because we hold these traumas we hold these programs in our bodies and yes the mind like is kind of like telling it you know what to do but mm -hmm. at the same time the body is also because it's holding on to it it's now feeding things to the mind and so it's like by you addressing everything as a whole like I mean I'm sure like so have you noticed you know like the people that are coming to you, are they having um, a, like a faster success rate, you know, and maybe what you saw with yourself where there were like pills and you're just talking it out, you know, like what have you noticed with this model? You know, it's, it's really beautiful. Um, I put together a few groups already to kind of test out. I have a, my own innovative dawning method that I use for group settings and um there was one person where within an hour of the very first group setting, she came to me and said, this is why I have anger issues. There was somebody in the very first group that they attended broke down, almost scream crying, say, I'm not happy. They got to that root. And it's really because, you know, in my, in my group settings, it's, it's, I actually have a group called Seattle Life Transformation on meetup.com um, where they are free. I go to various libraries within the Seattle community. So, um, and I keep the group small to about eight participants. Uh, so you're more than welcome to try this out yourself if you're in the area. Uh, and what I do is basically I guide you through, you know, a few steps to really just kind of connect with yourself. So, you know, there's empowering, empowering I am statements. Then there goes to some sort of activity, um, you know, thought provoking, heart provoking activity. And then we go into shadow work. And typically through the first two activities, the first two checkboxes, it becomes an organic 
process of this is what I need to work on this week. And the beautiful part of it is that I don't ask you to, so tell me about your childhood, tell me about your parents, you know, all of that, that you really go through in the first, let's say couple months of traditional therapy. What I want to do, and this is really what, what makes this a beautiful thing, part of, part of the shadow work, is I, I confront the issues that you are currently experiencing. So that way you can be guided through how to alter your perception in a manner that is most helpful, not only to you, but those around you. And I found that when I started integrating this and testing it out on myself, because everything I do, I test out on myself first. Um, I found that within a few months, my employer actually started coming to me and saying, I can tell there's a difference. And, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta admit, I came in just completely overwhelmed and overloaded and frustrated and anger outbursts and, and all of this. And, and I was not exactly the most pleasant person to be around. Uh, my, my assistant can, can testify to that, but, um, now it's, uh, it's completely different. It is absolutely a beautiful transformation. And I want to offer that uh, to as many people as I can. Wow. Oh, it feels so powerful. Like, I mean, we're really on the same wavelength because I feel you <laughs> in, in these like, and how you're doing your methods. It's like, of course, I may have, it's like similar, but different, you know, because mm -hmm. we're all again, like, this is what we came here to, to be and do. And like, it's like, we're we're these leaders, right, that are are showing the way by doing it ourselves first. And mm -hmm. then by it's like you are you are that right, you're radiating that. And so like when people now are you're giving these little like cheat codes of like, hey, like, how is this? Or what is this? And it's like, because you've embodied it, it now it can be received from the other like, so much more gentle and receptive than maybe you in a previous moment you know where you were Absolutely. like oh man like if I were to share this with someone right now like how would how am I getting through this how would I be able to you know support them so I just love that it really does go back to self you know when we take care of ourselves first we can then really empower each other, you know, through that lens of authenticity and, and sharing our vulnerability. So I just love it. Absolutely. You know, and, and I found that with all these pills that I was taking, you know, for those, those over two decades, um, and all the unhappiness, all the depression, um, all the scarcity mindset, I ballooned up to 350 pounds. I actually have photos <laughs> to evidence that um, it's it's horrible. I, I feel so bad for, for the person who I used to be. You know, now I actually have compassion for her instead of, you know, just, just disgust and regret, you know, because I see someone that's in so much pain and that was never really heard. And I was able to transform literally transform like, like the Phoenix, I guess you could say. And, um, and now I just see it completely differently, you know, and, and I have to think about all of these people that have these weight issues, you know, and that were told by doctors and, and, 
you know, medical gaslighting, unfortunately, is a real thing. And so you go in and you already have a weight issue and they say, oh, these pills will help you with, you know, this side effect of that pill and that pill will help you with that side effect of that pill and that pill will help you with anxiety. And so you ask them, okay, but I mean, what about weight gain? Oh, it's minimal. Don't worry about it. I don't think 200 pounds is minimal. Minimal. Like, I really don't. I don't. <laughs> so, um, you know, I see so much possibility in, in all of this. I see so much opportunity in all of this. And maybe one day, 10, 20 years down the road, I'm really hoping to make this model, this institute, the shining light of a nation, of a new nation to become reborn and to really develop the love that we deserve in each other because we are a reflection, we are a mirror. And right now this nation is just so sick and it, it breaks my heart. It really does. It breaks my heart. And at this point, people have asked me, so if you could do anything differently in your life, I'm sure you, you've heard that question. If you could do anything different, if you could go back in time and redo something, uh, what is it would you, you know, what is it that you would change? And I'm at a point in my life now where I really had to think about it with everything that I've been through everything taken, everything basically destroyed. I would change nothing. I would change nothing because I would not be who I am and I would not be where I am had even a single thing changed. You know, you've heard of the butterfly effect. I would be different. And I, I choose who I am now. So I wouldn't change a thing. It's so beautiful because I mean, I feel like, like with this human experience, it's like, we need things to be taken away. It's like ripping off the bandaid, you know, because it's mm -hmm. like, because we, we become so comfortable, you know, we become comfortable in our lives and when those lives aren't really expanding us into who we came here to be, which is love and light and peace and knowing we're all abundant and we're all meant to have everything that we desire, you know, but because we came into this world that was like, no, you don't get that. And, you know, and all <laughs> these things. And it was like, we then created from that space of scarcity, from that space of separation, mm -hmm. and now we're coming back to it. And so I feel like it's so important what you're doing, what I'm doing, the people that are continuing to pour light and love in themselves and, and really see that, you know, as a world right now, we're getting to witness the sickness that each of us has had within ourselves. And we can look at it and be like, oh, that's someone else's problem. But the moment that we actually take full responsibility of, whoa, okay, like, may, where have I been angry at? Where mm -hmm. have I been mean to someone? How can I share more compassion with myself? 
that then can radiate out in the world because we all have those moments where it's like, you know, if you're in a car and you're like, oh, this person, you know, and we don't realize that that energy creates the energy of war, you know? And I'm like, if each of us were to just say like, hold on, let me have some compassion. Let me have forgiveness. Maybe I don't need to interact with this situation anymore, but I can clear it within myself. And by clearing it within myself, I'm actually creating now a ripple effect that is going to transform not only myself, but, you know, the rest of the world. And so what I say to everyone listening right now and to you, it's like, keep going, you know, keep believing in that dream and that vision, because I see it too. I know we came here for peace. I know we came here to support each other and love each other deeply. And maybe we don't see it now, but because we got to go through these deep, dark experiences of the dark night of the soul, we now are witnessing that it is possible when we come out on the other side, we do it together and, you know, we have, we have that support. So I just, I'm so grateful that we're here having this conversation because it really is important, especially what is happening in our world and beyond, because there's going to be more things coming up because there's still people out there or maybe even parts of ourselves that we haven't looked at yet, you know, and we're getting to now witness that within ourselves so absolutely yeah absolutely and you know I I actually born and raised in the Bay Area California um so I've noticed a lot of changes within that area um and so I'm I'm really glad to be up in Seattle now um but you know extremism on either side is is not a good thing we really need to find that balance. And right now, humanity is at a tipping point, you know? So are we going to find that balance or are we just going to kind of end everything and, and restart again? <laughs> um, so so really, I am. I like to think that I am here to try to balance, you know? And, and I think a lot of healing needs to happen. And, and you were saying the, the cars, you know, having more compassion for people on the road don't drive in the bay area. It will, it will turn you into a, uh, a paraprofessional stunt driver and race car <laughs> driver, you know? So, so, um, that was a big thing, uh, 65 on the roads, but everybody who's local know it's 80 on 80. And, and if you know, you know, right? So, um, it, it's a real thing, but, but yeah, you know, we all really need to have a little bit more compassion, especially on the road. Um, there has been quite a few uh, road rage shootings, especially in the Oakland, San Francisco area. Um, and it's really just one of those things where you're just trying to go to work and all of a sudden something happens and nobody has compassion for each other. You never know if the person in front of you is going through a medical emergency. You don't know if the person that ran that red light has, you know, somebody in the car that is going through something and they need to get to the ER as soon as possible, or their family member is going through something and that it is an emergency. So, I mean, really just, just having to be able to take that breath and back up out of yourself 
you know, and, and show that compassion. It doesn't even matter if it's in the car. It matters if it's in the line at Starbucks. It matters if it's, you know, with the dry cleaner. It matters if it's at work. It matters if it's with your child. It matters if it's with your spouse or with your friend. It matters everywhere. And um, I've noticed that when I started living my life with a lot more compassion and really start listening, the quality of my relationships improved. The quality of how I took care of myself improved. My life elevated. Um, and so really what you put out, you will get back. So if you put out hostility and anger, and anger in and of itself is a masking emotion. You know, behind that, there could be sadness. There could be grief. There could be frustration. There could be, you know, a lot of things going on, but you explode out of anger because you don't know how to handle the underlying emotion. And so when you're able to take that step back and be able to see what's really going on, have that perspective shift, the world gets so much better. And really, I want to offer that to everybody. Oh, and I feel like this is such a good place to stop, you know, and just like <laughs> take a moment to really like, you know, just feel that in your body, you know, the words mm -hmm. that you just spoke of just like, you know, yes, like we're all here together. We're really here to lift each other up and, and hold that compassion. And so just finding those tiny little moments that you can do, like literally make up the entire world. And so if you can do one kind act today, tomorrow, the next day, like your world changes, our world change, you know, everything around us starts to change. So, uh, so I'm going to, add all the links of everything that you shared, you know, in the description. And I'm just really grateful to have connected with you for all that you're doing in the world. And yeah, just thank you for continuing to, to be yourself and, and shine bright and, and share and be vulnerable and, and support others. And thank you so much. Thank you for holding this space for me. And, and thank you for everybody who's watching and or listening. Um, I hold my space and I hold my light for you, all of you as well. Um, and so if you really, if this resonated with you, I would be honored to get in touch with you and, and hopefully guide you through your own transformation. Ah, oh, yes. Mm, peace and blessings. Bye for now.